You're listening to Incalculable Orbit of a Rogue Planet on Open Lines Radio. Follow Miss Carafa on Instagram at Miss underscore Carafa. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Incalculable Orbit of a Rogue Planet. Enjoy! Miss Carafa here. Uh, so, a pretty trippy thing is when you try to upload different recordings and you watch them sit there trying to upload to a folder for more than one week. And I finally just decided that I was not the person to be talking about those things. And so, today I have something really kind of near and dear to my heart to talk about. So hopefully this will work as I try to bear my soul a little bit. Um, So time as our structural component upon how our lives are built and scheduled is kind of reassuring to most of us. You know, we we take structure and discipline and, and for some of us we crave it and we require it. However, as an empath, this can be really difficult because our schedules and then the moment that someone walks into our lives does not always neatly coincide. In fact, as I was in the Chinese restaurant tonight trying to organize these thoughts, I ended up off on a tangent with somebody else. And it wasn't even my own tangent, but it was a trip that I was willing to take. However, had I been on a schedule, I just, uh, anyway, the empath schedule, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but barring the people who fill those moments, our goodness neither makes us immune to drama or trauma. So one of the things that Mark has always kind of talked about is the empath toolbox. And uh, I, I really hope that you all tune into at Open Lines Radio and all of the other netcasts that he broadcasts. Um, But following along my original train of thought, uh, we are culturally culturally bound by time as the prime measure of quantification of our lives. And so this has given birth to the notion of the countdown to birthdays, graduations, and moments that we expect to be forever changed. So this is what I really want to, I want to focus on the last one, because if you are sitting there and if you are counting down to a moment when you expect, or when you have some monumental expectation, I want you to consider that what if it isn't about you? What if the event that you're absolutely dreading has nothing to do with you? What if it's actually facing your responsibility to another? What if where you're going, there is work to be done? What if the responsibility is giving to others so that you can merely find simple humanness? Your own, like peeling back layers all the way to when you are the 
the most pure that you've ever been? Or what if you can peek in and check on your inner child? Instead of dealing with the disappointment of not having a monumental change or becoming this ultra being, what if you can shift the thought from the time that you have left to how you're going to care for yourselves and others and the time that you have right now and right now and then in the next moment that calls you to a different place in time you must again tell yourself not to give into the disappointment that it's supposed to be more than what it is because just seeing yourself as you once were in your best light is pretty huge So don't give in to the disappointment that you are not as changed as you had anticipated, that the world does not feel the same, and that people cannot understand you. So whatever countdown you're about to face, or however you are caring at the moment, give it all you've got, and if nothing extravagant, at least you might find yourself, because y'all are pretty rad. Sweet monsters and cosmonauts. Hey, monsters and cosmonauts. We're going to finish up facing monumental expectations. The wait is over. Your milestone is past. Maybe you turned 35, or you've set out on your grand adventure. Maybe your grand adventure was coming home. The last I remember telling you was where you were going. Whatever your milestone was, there's work to be done. But you're still wearing your skin suit. Maybe you gained a few pounds, piercings, scars. Hopefully you got to peek in on your inner child, see a version of yourself that you recognize, some qualities and traits highlighted that you want to bring back into your life. Maybe you got to see some bliss, experience some turmoil, or maybe a few elements of both. Perhaps people are eager to get back into your sphere. You may see these people differently. You may feel them differently. You are, in fact, what I call coming down the mountain. It wasn't the countdown event, because that required presence, focus, and energy. But now that you're coming down the mountain, you need to make sense of what, if anything, has changed within you. What did you witness? And what are you going to do about it? As you stare at the faces that wonder the ways that you have changed, you have to be steady when you wonder, even though you try to not be pretentious, when you wonder, how have you not changed? It always reminds me of Tom Wolfe and the right stuff. The astronauts had the right stuff, almost a, a borderline suicidal tendency, you know, facing the, the idea that they, there's a good chance you're not even coming back, but you're going to go and you're going to do this. But what happened was they came back. And what does life hold for you when you come back from something 
that you never expected. Like, let's talk about facing monumental expectations, right? That's what this is all about. But you come back and you can share your experience with somebody. Or, excuse me, you can share your experience to somebody. But you can't share it with somebody. No one will look at you with the same gaze of understanding. So what now? Well, you haven't been to outer space. What you need to do is go out into your community. Find someone who can share your gaze. Maybe it's not a person, maybe it's a group. I told you that there was work to be done and that was just the first part. You've achieved or you've accomplished or whatever your milestone was. Maybe it was just a day, maybe it was just a time, whatever. But now is the time for action. You had your milestone, now you have to decide the significance of that milestone and let it guide you to the community. It is time for you to contribute. Now, notice that I'm using the word community and it's very intentional. Semantics do matter. For this, you are not seeking a tribe. And I would love to speak to the semantics of tribe versus community. But today, it's just about talking about you contributing to community. Your community needs you. Whatever milestone, you have now been shaped and prepared to go contribute. So, if it wasn't all about you, then what was it all about? Do that. Share that. And when you're spent, the community offers rest. You do not have to be so involved that you will go into sensory overload. When in fact you have spent the energy you have, you will know rest. There is an element of peace and completion to rest. And it's not to be found in mere sleep. You know, sleep where you toss and you turn and you're full of this, <laughs> this unrealized energy. How many days have you done that to yourself? When you have the energy, it must be utilized. You know, people talk about going into sensory overload, so I just addressed it. But somehow, when you're doing the work that needs to be done, you're almost immune to the everyday stressors. It almost seems so minute that it falls away. And at the end of the day, when you've made, built, shared, listened, given, you will know rest. And there's a cost to this because, especially if you're an empath, you know that the value is not always reflected of what is given. You can make your needs known, but they won't always be fulfilled. But you probably won't step away from what it is that you need to contribute. Sometimes it's just your time. But you measure that in energy. So until your next milestone, I hope that you actualize what honors your experience. Good night, monsters and cosmonauts.
Thank you.